five four three two one i'm john miglosh for the wisconsin dma and the international society for strategic marketing i got a really special treat for you i think i'm going to post it later today and um david rosendahl did a really great interview with with andrew and a bunch of guys that are really doing real direct mail and and weaning people off of digital i was so impressed with it uh, but it was two hours and in fact i watched it two or three times i probably watched it more than that uh all things considered, you know, with all the looking around for parts that I remembered. Um, so I so I decided to boil it down, and I, I, got, I mean, to the really the really nuggets. And so I got it, it down to 18 minutes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post it uh, with permission of David and Andrew. And uh, I think there's just a few shots from some of their clients and stuff. But anyway. Uh, they've given me permission, so I'm going to post it probably later today, and it's really good. And you really want to you really want to take some time, especially if you're a printer, because or USPS, because it it talks about how Andrew actually weans people off the uh, the digital addiction, uh, the pay per crack, as they called it, where the, it 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 works at initially, but then the price goes up, the competition catches on, and you got no distinguishing features. So uh, I'm really excited about that. Okay, now let's dig into the rest of the news because I always enjoy that. Let's see if I can even remember how to run things today. This is this is uh, this is life changing here. Research shows that researchers don't do research. <laughs> This got stretched funny. I'll try and fix it because we're going to have other things coming on it shortly. Anyway, it shows that researchers, let's see if I can even read this now, spend time managing research, analyzing research, designing research, consulting, and presenting, plus other activities. <laughs> There's no research in there. So research shows that research isn't research. And thank you for this study. According to Green Book Research Industry data, industry trend data. Now, or Green Book. I wonder if Green Book actually researched this or just made it up. You know, over 90% of statistics are made up. <laughs> Get it? Over 97.5% of statistics are totally made up. Okay, let's go on. I'm having too much fun. Okay, Postcard Mania releases a game-changing new pat new patient generation marketing software for dentists. It's a long title, too long. Anyway, the deal is here's a dentist program. See this dentists. Got it? Dentists. I got to I got to figure this out. I don't know why it's proportioned so funny. There we go. That's better. Okay, so you can read it. Um and the deal is is that they were doing a lot of work for dentists. So the dentist would come to them and say, you know, I'd like to do some mailings, some prospect mailings in my area. And so they did that for them. And, you know, then, I guess for conversation or something, they started doing the email uh, also and some other things. And they, they finally said to themselves, you know, why don't we coordinate the whole program? Makes total sense. That joy, she's a smart cookie. Okay, Everywhere Dental combines all of the marketing channels that Postcard Mania has proven most successful for dentists after running campaigns 
for 6,742 dentists nationwide. Good sample set to start with. These include direct mail, Google, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Gmail ads. This postcard mania is a powerhouse, if you ask me. But if you are working with dentists, you know, maybe you need to figure this out. Or, But think about it. It applies to so many industries. The direct mail print industry has been siloed in print. Now, print's tricky, and, you know, making it effective is hard. But, you know, I talk to a lot of printers, and I ask them about this, and they say, no, we just do print on paper. Well, the problem is, if you just do print on paper, then you're going to be subject to their attribution methods, which are terrible, right? Because an Internet-based omni-channel attribution will pick up on things like first-party cookies and other things that may not actually have any causal force whatsoever, but will take credit. And so automatically, digital will get all the credit for your mail. That's what's going on. And I don't think printers get that. Okay? <clears throat> so what you need to be, you need to be at least working with somebody that knows what they're doing in digital, and you need to sort out the, in, the attribution. That's just absolutely crucial. Because nine times out of ten, it's the mail that's driving people to the, to the net. The Everybody goes to Google to look up the phone number, unless you put a QR code on it, maybe, and then they can dial it direct. It's not panacea, though. And so you gotta be you got to be pulling the thing together. That's just the way it is. Get the article. It's a great article. If you're a printer, you should be reading that. But here's another one. Psychology of design. And I really like this because we don't see enough, we don't see enough about design uh, in our direct, well, there aren't any hardly direct marketing publications. This is from... Brand United, which is about the closest thing left. Okay, so I highly recommend you subscribe to Brand United. Got that? And uh, so anyway, here's what I love about it. This is the first and best thing about it. Okay, if you're starting a business, if you're in e-commerce, provide the right content. And I, you know, I'm thinking, well, that's not so easy because like in consulting, what do they need? You don't really know what they need. They don't probably know what they need. I was going to do an article on that maybe we'll do it tomorrow <laughs> how you don't know what the customer needs but the customer knows what they need no they don't <laughs> they don't <laughs> the history of marketing is littered with success stories <laughs> of people who accidentally marketed something wrong and it worked think <laughs> think baking soda in the refrigerator think pine saw for cars not for houses <laughs> think oh my goodness it's just so anyway uh People people have a need and they don't know what problem how the how the problem can get solved. So let's talk about reassurance. This is the great part. Look at it here. Customer service number. You know how hard it is to find a phone number on most websites? It's like impossible. It's just plain old impossible. Even catalogers. We used to put, you know, our phone number on the bottom of every page. Remember I helped Land's End start a uh, start an imprinted business to business? Uh, company and I handed their catalog back to Dave Zentmeyer <laughs> and I said Dave where am I going to buy these golf shirts these fancy nice Land's End imprinted golf shirts and he said uh, how about Land's End I said no I'm going to buy them from my brother-in-law he said what 
I said, well, first of all, where is Land's End mentioned on this page? And he said, I, uh, <laughs> I said, I'm not giving the, the, my whole catalog to, to the purchasing department. I'm just going to photocopy this one page. And there's no mention of Land's End on here except on the label inside the collar of the shirt. Right? So it's not obvious. And I said, there's no phone number on here on this side of the page. It's over on the other side. And, and I said, <laughs> and everybody has a brother-in-law in, in imprinted merchandise. In those days, it was kind of true. Oh, he said, man, this is way different than I expected. Anyway, make your phone number obvious. You know, we helped Oakley do a, a mailing. And I said, there's no, there's no phone number. And the guy said, yeah, here, it's down in the copy. I said, that doesn't count. It's not on here. You know, hand it to somebody who knows. Frequently asked questions. Another good thing. You don't ever see hardly. Uh, make it obvious. Make it obvious to people how to get in touch with you. And what kind of payments do you take? I think that one people do pretty well. But these two above, no, not good. Okay, reassuring colors. I'm not as high on this. You know, some there's some great there's some great stuff that works with reassuring. But blue, they say, is reassuring. Uh, you know, IBM, even when the, their logo isn't on the on the TV commercial, um, even when when the when IBM isn't on the TV commercial, you still see the banners top and bottom. You know, when when uh, I think they should have made them on the sides, but then they would have got clipped by the old TVs like mine. Okay, you know, color is a tough thing. Here's another one: create space and ease. Now, here's where we part company a little. I part company with Katie. Um, she says, white space gives both graphics and text room to breathe. You know, here's here's a couple of tips on the right. We'll go, we'll extend the right content. One of the things I see most common today in catalogs or in, or in, uh, on websites here I'm just picking up Marco Marco promotions let's I didn't intend to do this it just happens to be sitting here okay Marco and so you see on the cover right and you see these items and what what can you tell me about these items can you tell me how big they are this little duffel bag looks like you know I'd guess duffel bags could be anywhere from six inches to two feet in height or so grocery bags about foot and a half two feet so it could be that big could be or it could be six inches could be a little gift bag there's no there's no size referent it looks like the zipper might give you some clue how about this glass is that an eight ounce glass is that a 12 ounce glass is that a 15 ounce glass is it a one ounce glass can't tell how about giving information on the size in the in the in the photograph? It's not that hard, really not. You know, we used to throw a quarter in there sometimes, or a pen, or just you know just any accent item that could be. You could even have you know like next to this glass, you could have you know a napkin. No, well, a napkin wouldn't give you size reference, but you know a fork, the end of a fork. I mean, the tip of a fork or something something that connects it with reality and the web design is worse right you know and I could take your catalogs you know very flat design no hierarchy no hierarchy whatsoever 
Nothing on that page tells you what's your what what do we think would be a good item for you. You know, you're a purchasing agent. You want to give something away for something. Marketing said we need a giveaway for this. You don't care. So give the purchasing agent some help. And and marketing person doesn't care either. They're not taking it home. They're giving it away, right? No size reference on any photograph in this pay in this in this probably in the whole book. Lots of white space, not enough information. Probably not enough copy. And one of the funny things in promotional, since we're kind of on that, is that you're not selling it to the end user. This was a big change for well hands in. I said, do you understand that the purchasing agent doesn't care how comfortable your shirt is? He said, what do you mean? I said, the purchasing agent isn't going to wear it. You know, your copy all through Land's End is about, you know, what great fabric you have, how it'll last forever, all the benefits a consumer cares about. Purchasing agent doesn't care about that. Purchasing agent cares about stuff like, well, get your logo right. You'll be a hero with your customer, right? Your customer will love this. It's a totally different, it's, a, it's written in a different person. <laughs> Zentmer looked at me like, I gave him, I gave him, you know, this is for, for like a $500 project. I'll come out for an hour, you know. And uh, I gave him 10 rules of, of, for imprinted merchandise for Land's End. And, you know, I didn't hear from them. They did fine. I come back about eight or nine years later, and, uh, and they're giving me a tour. <laughs> and they got sewing machines all over the place. And, you know, oh, I remember. One of them was you have to have your own inventory because the consumer side will take it. And then you won't be able to fill, fill a big order, that kind of stuff. So just have your own, your own inventory. Keep it simple. And anyway, they, so then we're talking, and he said, you know, what really put us on the map was we have these 10 rules, like 10 commandments. And he pulls them out, and he shows them to me. And then I think they were up, they were up in the warehouse on a, on a board or something. I said, where would you get those? He said, I don't remember. <laughs> Nothing like being a consultant. It was a $180 million business by then. <laughs> yeah, okay. I remember where those came from. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, white space is expensive. I'm not saying you shouldn't have it, but you should be very careful that it's doing the work for you because it isn't. Mostly it's not. And I'm getting so tired of, of people shooting products one little isolated product in a square, then another a little isolated product in a square. Why? Because it's easy to do it in a catalog and on the web. Or it's a web designer that doesn't have any idea that products could be seen in more than one place. But web is even worse for scale, you know, for, for giving that content. Easy to read fonts, yeah, I agree. If you look at my slides, they're all in serif type. But kids today tell me it looks old-fashioned, which moves us to the fifth point, tap into nostalgia. Use a typeface that's readable and classic, right? I would say both. Okay, so anyway, I just think it's, I'm just tickled to death that this didn't start, this, uh, this article didn't just start with lots and lots of pictures, you know, and say, oh, it has to be cool, which is kind of the way web design reads mostly and most of the stuff designers do will make it difficult to use difficult to get in touch with you difficult to purchase
and difficult to get enough information from the product. I'm John Miglash. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart.